Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin bears are well positioned for Friday's $2.5 billion options expiry. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And this just in breaking news, MicroStrategy just bought another $46 million worth of Bitcoin. That's right. MicroStrategy now officially holds 132,500 Bitcoin worth over $2.1 billion. Now check this out. They also now own one out of every 159 Bitcoin that will ever exist like, whoa. Also in today's show, crypto investors sue the Winklevoss twins over interest accounts on Gemini. That's right. The plaintiffs have alleged that the products have not been registered, which permitted them from receiving disclosures to better assess the risks of using Gemini Earn. Also in today's show, Alameda wallets become active days after the Sam Bankman freed bail and the community moles of foul play. That's right. I'll be breaking this down for you as many eyebrows have been risen. Also in today's show, crypto strategist issues a 2023 Bitcoin forecast and says the king crypto can mirror the epic surge of 2019. That's right. Altcoin Sherpa shares that Bitcoin is flashing vibes of its 2019 bear market rally when the king crypto surged from 3000 to $14,000 in just a few months. Also in today's show, big news for Ripple and XRP holders as U.S. Department of Justice calls cryptos commodities. That's right. The ongoing legal battle between Ripple Labs and the SEC draws to a close and all eyes are on Judge Torres. The U.S. Department of Justice may have provided yet another argument for Brad Garlinghouse and his company. Also in today's show, on-chain analyst Willie Wu updates Bitcoin bear market outlook and says Bitcoin can collapse the fiat system at a certain price. That's right. Quoting him right here from a recent interview, Bitcoin price above, say, $1 million per coin could be very unstable. ARK Invest, amongst others, predict $1 million per coin. At these corresponding capitalizations, Bitcoin becomes a true challenger to fiat. Thus, it is a price range where fiat collapses. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show of Crypto News Alerts, podcast episode number 1146. I am your host, JV. Today is December 28th, 2022. And checking out uh, the overall crypto market cap right here. You can see all the major cryptos are currently correcting back in the red with Bitcoin down 1.4% for the day. 
maintaining just above 16,500 at the time of this recording and slowly drop in. We have Ether down almost 2%, trading under $1,200. Binance Coin down 1%, trading at $242. And XRP down almost 4%, trading just above 35 cents. And checking out coinmarketcap.com for the latest data. We can see the current crypto market cap sitting just under that $800 billion milestone with about 30 billion in volume in the past 24 hours and the Bitcoin dominance back on the rise, but barely at 40.1% with the Ether dominance at 18.3% and checking out the top 100 crypto. I'm sorry. Yeah. The top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours. We have ICP leading the pack at 1.4% followed by FEI. I guess this is a new stable coin, FEI USD. If you're familiar with it, let me know. Trading at 99 cents. And then we have BitDAO up 0.7%, trading at 28 cents. And virtually the rest of the top cryptos are all correcting and in the red as the bloodshed for the altcoin market continues. And as you can see, checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, there's just a a few in the green, including Luna Classic up 19%. We got Casper up 7.6% and Quant up 7.1%. While XCN is the biggest loser, down 36.1%, followed by Solana down 17.8%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, shows we're currently rated at 28 in fear. Yesterday at 27, last week a 26, and last month a 28 in fear. So there you have it. Let me know if you're short-term bullish or bearish on the King Crypto. And with that being shared, now let's dive right into our technical analysis and check out the charts of what's happening for the King Crypto here on the day. Here we go. A year-end wager of $80,000 Bitcoin might seem entirely off the table now, but not so much back in March as of uh, Bitcoin when it rallied to 48000 Unfortunately, the two-week 25% gains that culminated within the $48,000 peak on March 28th were followed by a brutal bear market. That's right. It's important to highlight that the U.S. stock market likely has driven those events as the S&P 500 index peaked at 4,631 on March 29th, but traded down 21% to 3640 by mid-June. Yeah, it's been wild uh, to say the least, but now let's discuss the most bullish bets targeted 20,000 or higher. Bitcoin broke below 20,000 early November when the FTX collapse began, taking year-end option traders by surprise, to say the least. For instance, a mere 18% of the buy options for the monthly expiry have been placed below 20000 Thus, the bears are better positioned, even though they placed fewer bets. In a broader view, using the 1.61 call-to-put ratio largely favors the bullish bets because the buy open interest stands at $1.5 billion against the $950 million in sell options. Nevertheless, as Bitcoin is down 19% since November, most bullish bets will likely Become worthless. For instance, if Bitcoin's price remains below $17,000 by December 30th, which is just two days away, only $33 million worth of those buy options will be available. This difference happens because there is no use in the right to buy Bitcoin at $17 or $18,000 if it trades below that level on expiry. Now let's discuss the bears can secure a $340 million profit. Below are the four most likely scenarios based on the current price action, the number of option contracts available on the December 30th for call and which is basically a bullish and bearish instruments varies depending on the expiry price. The imbalance favoring each side constitutes the theoretical profit. So here's the possible scenarios between 15 and 16,000. The net result favors the bears by 340 million between 16 and 17. 
18,000. Then we have the net result favoring the bears by 240 million between 17 and 18,000. The bears remain in control, profiting 110 million and between 18 and 19,000 for the king crypto. The net result is balanced between the bulls and the bears. Now keep in mind this crude estimate considers the call options used in bullish bets and put options exclusively in neutral bearish trades. Even so, this oversimplification disregards more complex investment strategies. The Bitcoin bulls need to push the price above 18,000 within the next couple of days by December 30th to flip the table and to avoid a potential $340 million loss. However, that movement seems complicated considering the ongoing pressure for U.S. regulation and insolvency fears, including the biggest exchanges despite the recent proof of reserves effort by top crypto exchange Binance. And considering the above, the most profitable scenario for December 30th expiry is the fifteen dollars to $17,000 range, providing a decent win for the bears, which at this current time seems likely considering the Bitcoin price action is trading at around 16500 In breaking news just in, MicroStrategy put in their money where their mouth is, stashing another $46 million worth of Bitcoin, and now officially holding 132500 Bitcoin worth over $2.1 billion. And this is wild of a statistic. They literally own one out of every 159 Bitcoin in existence that will ever exist. Yeah, this man right here, Diamond Hands, legend, true, OG. With that being shared, I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show of Crypto News Alerts. Our next story of the day is the ongoing lawsuit versus the Winklevoss twins on their Lend product on their Gemini exchange. So let's break this down to what's happening over here. Tyler and Cameron Winklevoss, founders of Gemini Crypto Exchange, reportedly facing a new lawsuit from investors over interest earning program, Gemini Earn. And I am curious, let me know in the comments how many of you have ever used that earned program entitled Gemini Earn. Let me know. Disgruntled investors have filed a lawsuit against Gemini founders. And FYI, they're one of the richest in crypto, so they have plenty of crypto to say the least, accusing the firm of fraud and violations of security laws, according to a report by Bloomberg, filed December 27th, which was yesterday in a Manhattan federal court. The complaint states that the Winklevoss brothers refused to honor any further investor redemptions after halting those due to exposure to troubled trading firm Genesis global capital. The plaintiffs allege that the products have not been registered, which prevented them from receiving disclosures to better assess the risks of using Gemini Earn. And launched last year, Gemini Earn platform was designed to generate as much as 8% in interest on their crypto holdings. Gemini started facing major issues on Gemini Earn mid-November, shortly after the first reports indicated FTX liquidity issues, which directly impacted them, unfortunately. And since halting withdrawals in November, Gemini Earn remains unavailable for users as the platform has millions of dollars stuck on Genesis. And according to some reports, crypto lender Genesis and its parent company, Digital Currency Group, allegedly owe up to $900 million to Gemini clients. Not looking so good. December 20th, Cameron Winklevoss took to Twitter to announce that Gemini came up with a plan on behalf of the creditor committee uh, to re- uh, resolve the liquidity issues at Genesis and DCG and recover the assets. Quoting Cameron here, earn update today. Loki presented a plan on behalf of the creditor committee, a committee to resolve the liquidity issues at Genesis and DCG and provide a path for the recovery 
of assets. And on December 7th, Genesis issued a letter to customers claiming that its withdrawal freeze was likely to last a few weeks to come up with a solution to recover user assets. The firm halted withdrawals November 16th, citing unprecedented market turmoil caused by the collapse of FTX. Gemini did not immediately respond for requests to the comment, but there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Gemini Earn? Do you think these investors are likely screwed or do you think they're likely to get their money back from this lawsuit? And how do you feel this is likely to play out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which takes us to our next story of the day. Last night, I was up around midnight trying to research this and find out what in the world is going on, but the Alameda hot wallets that have the majority of the crypto is on the move. And right around the time that Bankman Freed is free on bail, right? So it makes you really wonder, is this Bankman Freed moving around these funds? Well, let's discuss it, shall we? The crypto wallet associated with the now bankrupt trading firm Alameda Research, sister company of FTX, were seen transferring out funds just days after the former CEO, Sam Bankman Freed, was released on a $250 million bond. The transfer of funds from Alameda, wallets raised community curiosity, but more than that, the way in which these funds were transferred grabbed the community's attention. The Alameda wallet was found to be swapping bits of ERC-20s for Ethereum and Tether, and then the ETH and USDT were funneled through instant exchangers and mixers, as pointed out here. For example, a wallet address that starts with 0x64E9 received over 600 ETH from wallets that belong to Alameda. Part of it was swapped to USDT, while the other part of the transaction was sent to change now. On-chain analyst Zach XBT noted that the Alameda wallet was eventually swapping the funds for Bitcoin using the centralized exchanges such as Fixed Float. And change now. These platforms are often used by hackers and exploiters to hide their transaction routes, as pointed out right here on crypto Twitter. The funds are being swapped for the king crypto, BTC. Now the never ending FTX saga sees a twist every day, right? And at the latest transfer of funds to scoop out whatever is left in those crypto wallets is worrying to the community. Many speculated that the pattern in which these funds are being swapped looks like an exploiter, but given Bankman Freed's known criminal past now, many speculated it could be an insider job to take out whatever is left inside of those wallets. Sounds logical to me. And other questions, the bail conditions, and asked why he was given access to the internet. One user wrote that the former CEO was desperately trying to funnel money Money out, adding, why did his bail condition include no computer slash internet access? Which is a great question. The ongoing fund movements from Alameda wallets coincided with Bankman Freed's bail because right after FTX filed for bankruptcy, November 11th, the exchange wallets were hacked for millions of dollars. Do you think that is a coincidence? I think not. The United States Department of Justice is currently investigating the 352 million FTX exploit right after its bankruptcy filing as well. So there you have it. The money on the run with those hot wallets from Alameda. Do you think that is likely Bankman Freed or one of his criminal associates or constituents? Let me know your honest thoughts on how you think this is likely to play out and where this money is likely to go. And do you feel any of this is to be returned to the investors or do you think it will be siphoned by the SEC and regulators alike? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments. With that being shared, now let's Tap into our next story of the day, which is a bullish fork, a bullish forecast for the king crypto next year in 2023, according to a top crypto analyst, altcoin Sherpa. That's right. Quoting him here, Bitcoin, we saw a massive rally in 2019 after the bottom of the bear market from 3,000 all the way up to 14,000. I personally think we'll see another bear market rally in 2023. It is going to go as high as 2019 percentage wise. Well, in my opinion, 
Not even close, but I do think we'll see some strong moves, and he outlines this chart. And according to the chart, the analyst appears to predict the Bitcoin can surge to around $38,000, which is practically what is that, 100% from today's price? A little over that. Suggesting an upside potential of nearly 130% for the largest crypto asset by market cap. And although the analyst predicts that Bitcoin could go on a bullish run next year, he does also note Bitcoin can still witness one more capitulation event before it starts rallying. Quoting him here, things to note, macro environment way different now versus in 2019. We haven't seen that final capitulation yet. An example, 6,000 down to 3,000 in 2018. If we see that, it could be even more likely that this happens. If we do see a strong rally, it is highly unlikely this is going to be sustainable. Meanwhile, fellow crypto strategist Crypto Capo is predicting the Bitcoin and the rest of the crypto markets are likely headed to lower prices. Quitting Capo here. Remember, trend is still bearish. Indicators are pointing to full capitulation event. Bad news should come soon. Bitcoin, $12,000. Ethereum, between $600 and $650. Altcoins, 50 to 70%. Potential drop ish coins even more stay safe things can get very ugly so there you have it let me know if you agree or disagree with these crypto analysts that the bitcoin price in 2023 overall uh, will continue in its bear market but bitcoin can still surge all the way up to 38,000. and do you feel a final capitulation is likely as crypto capo is predicting a lower low than the current low of 15.5 let me know and where do you feel that low is likely to be and by what month in next year. And with that being shared, now let's break down some big news for Ripple and XRP holders. And actually just saw this article this morning and I'm like, wow, as the legal uh, battle between Ripple Labs and the SEC draws to a close, all eyes are on Judge Torres. The U.S. Department of Justice also provided another argument for Brad Garlinghouse and his company. In a recent court filing by the U.S. Department of Justice against Avram Eisenberg, the Department of Justice refers to two cryptos as commodities. Eisenberg, who exploited the decentralized finance platform Mango Markets and made $67 million, was arrested yesterday in Puerto Rico and charged with market manipulation. For XRP investors and Ripple Labs, the indictment is interesting in that the U.S. Department of Justice calls the two cryptos CRV and Mango commodities rather than securities. That's right. And at no point do the Department of Justice lawyers refer to the cryptos as securities, nor do they refer to the violations as security laws, as outlined right there. So for the DOJ, it thus appears that there is no dispute that neither token should be classified as a security. This stands in stark contrast to the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler. Get your act together, Gary, who is not the only leading the case against Ripple, but also opined in several occasions that pretty much every crypto token is a security, except for Bitcoin. Now, in the indictment, the Justice uh, Department writes unequivocally that CRV and Mango tokens as commodities, and it states, Abram Eisenberg, the defendant, witfully and knowingly, directly and indirectly used in connection with SWAP, a contract of sale of a commodity in interstate and foreclosure commerce and the for future delivery and of the subject to the rules of a registered entity, a manipulative and deceptive device and contrience and contravention as uh, on this code. So for Ripple, the DOJ may have provided another argument that the legal situation for cryptos is not as clear as the SEC always claims since both CRV and Mango are designated Designated as commodities, it is the least reasonable to assume that XRP is a commodity and not a security. And remarkably, these documents were filed by the U.S. Department of Justice in the Southern District in New York, which is actually the same court where the case between Ripple and the SEC 
is currently taking place. Now, is this all just a big strategy? Well, Gabriel Shapiro, general counsel at Delphi Labs, commented that the fact that the case does not classify the relevant tokens as securities is in no way positive. According to Shapiro, the classification is simply a result of litigation strategy. The fewer predicate issues the government has to litigate in its case, the better. Now, we also have Scott Lewis, the co-founder of DeFi Pulse, agreeing with Shapiro and stated, the government is not announcing a new policy towards tokens with this document. Nevertheless, inconsistently, policy towards crypto tokens is evident. He said, all government policy is a litigation strategy, including Ripple and library enforcement actions. And Matt Feinberg, an attorney at Falcon Rappaport, added the following, maybe that's because they believe it is easier to prove that it is a commodity, which infers that the commodity theory makes the most sense from a practical standpoint. Also keep in mind, this is the DOJ choosing to use commodities law, not a CFTC enforcement action. So there you have it. What do you think is likely to come out of this? And do you feel that the uh, Ripple Labs will win their case versus the SEC? And once that is officially announced, this can set precedent, obviously, for the rest of the crypto industry. As I have a strong feeling, XRP, is the first target, obviously, by the SEC, but they're not going to stop there. Whether they win or lose, I still think they're going to go after Cardano as unregistered security. I still think they're going to go after Ethereum as an unregistered security. They've already made it quite obvious, and Mr. O'Leary pointing fingers at CZ, the Binance CEO, to go after central exchange owners as the shakedown continues into 2023. But hopefully, for the sake of the crypto industry, I do hope that Ripple Labs wins their case versus the SEC. But how do you feel that is likely to play out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now let's discuss a $1 million Bitcoin price forecast from on-chain analyst Willie Wu and how this can potentially collapse the entire fiat economy. That's right. Let's break this down, shall we? And shout out uh, to on-chain analyst Willie Wu. Willie Wu making a prediction for when the current Bitcoin bear market could reverse course. Wu tells his 1 million Twitter followers that he thinks that the Bitcoin bear market will be longer than the one in 2018, but shorter than the one in 2015. Quitting him here, the main question I have is how long this cycle's accumulation zone will be. Judging from all the blowups, it is more akin to 2013 with the Mt. Gox collapse. Remember, 90% plus a Bitcoin was traded there. I suspect it will be longer than the 2018, but shorter than 2015. Wu shares a chart, which you can see here, showing the cost basis of long-term hodlers who have held on to Bitcoin for at least 155 days. Where my long-term hodlers at? Make some noise. And the short-term hodlers, Wu's chart suggests that the short-term hodler cost basis drops below the cost basis of long-term hodlers, which coincides with a market bottom, as outlined there. Now, Wu also weighs in on some of the more bullish Bitcoin price predictions that puts the king crypto at $1 million per coin, including that of Kathy Wood from Mark Invest. Wu says if Bitcoin does reach $1 million per coin in value, as Wood has predicted, it would crash the entire fiat currency system. Quoting him here, Bitcoin price above, say, $1 million per coin could be very unstable. Ark Invest, amongst others, predict $1 million per coin. These corresponding capitalizations 
Bitcoin becomes a true challenger to fiat, thus its price range where fiat collapse. And Wu says the Bitcoin's price rally towards a million dollars will lead to a battle of governments attempting to push Bitcoin down to protect the dominance of fiat currencies, as he shares here. Thus, the forces pushing Bitcoin pricing becomes binary, like breaking the sound barrier. There is increasing bearish pressure on Bitcoin as it approaches fiat market caps. While governments suppress it, if the barrier is broken, Bitcoin gets bullish pressure and escapes towards infinity. Send it. Let's freaking go. I cannot wait for the Bitcoin price action to escape towards infinity. Just saying. With that being shared, let me know if you agree or disagree with the on-chain analyst, Willie Wu, and where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go and get to that $1 million milestone? And if it did hypothetically get there, do you think it can realistically collapse the entire fiat currency system? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.